Hola amiga, welcome to today's special episode. You get to meet my dear friend and colleague, Danaba Duban, licensed marriage and family therapist. She's a Latina and a faith-based business owner and entrepreneur. She is currently also a mental health consultant for a local school district in Southern California in private practice and the worship leader and outreach director at Leave Church in Downey. She is nothing short of amazing. I am so excited for you guys to hear um, her story and her testimony and how God has walked her through this process to be where she's at now. She is so uh, beautiful inside and out, but she beautifully shares her story and journey with grief and how God led her to become a therapist and now own her own business called Worthy Soil. So check her out, listen to this episode, and you get to just hear how God used her pain, took her through this process, and finally turned it into her purpose. I'm so excited for you to hear her story. She's a blessing in my life, and I know that she's going to be a blessing in yours. Enjoy! Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. All right. Well, friends, I'm so excited to introduce to you my dear friend, Danaba Duban, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And we met back when we were both recent graduates from grad school and in community mental health. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I just want to hand it over to you, Danava, and um, even tell us a little bit about you and how we met. Yeah, well, I'm so happy to be here. I have been listening and I've loved all your podcasts. Um, yeah, so me and Priscilla, let's see, we met, yeah, back when we were at a community-based agency. Um, I don't know, were you licensed already? I know I wasn't, obviously. So we were both not licensed and, you know, I kind of like saw you in passing, but then I think we really got to know each other when we were in the same group supervision. And then, you know, I heard a little bit more about you. You heard a little bit more about me. And I feel like then we started, then you left kind of like our little school-based community. And then you kind of went to do your own thing at an early ed center. And then we kind of reunited when we both did a training, when we started um, doing parent groups. Um, And then we really got to know each other then. (laughs) And then like, I think that's when our past, we started seeing like a lot of similarities and we're both kind of feeling like, think there's something more out there there's something else that I'm kind of feeling this passion for and it's so funny because we both kind of ended up leaving around the same time that community-based agency 
And we've had a lot of um, just like parallels in our process and starting new things, new ventures. Um, so it's been really cool actually to be able to have someone that's like, okay, this is what I'm going through. Me too. Oh my gosh. Um, you don't feel so like alone, you know, cause a lot of it can be overwhelming, but definitely having Priscilla, having you has been such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Um, just as you're talking, I'm re- being reminded that I remember you had a blog um, when you had first started um, at the agency where we talked about, and there was a presence about you that I know I admired. There was this like calm, cool, collected, um, caring, genuine person. And even though we weren't that close as coworkers, like you said, we were first more, more like in passing, but I do remember recalling that about you and your blog. And I remember, I think I went and read it and you were just so open and honest and vulnerable about your experience and your faith. And I thought that Mm -hmm. that was something so admirable, even though I wasn't walking in faith at the time, like I believed, but I was, you know, my story and my, (laughs) my listeners know my story (laughs) as well. But can you tell us a little bit about how your faith even brought you to this profession of mental health? Yeah. So, wow. I'm going to try to make it a really quick story. Um, so I think, um, well, personally, like just moving up until like I was a teenager, I was in middle school when my mom first was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I just remember feeling really scared because, you know, just cancer is such a scary thing. And then moving forward, um, she kind of went through that battle for many years. And my mom passed when um, she was, uh, I'm sorry, when it was 2017. So I was graduating from my master's program, but um, in marriage and family therapy. And I got to that point of like wanting to do a mar- uh, the, the master's in marriage and family therapy, um, kind of just like, well, I guess this is what I should do because I was in the, maybe I should become a teacher. Maybe I should um, do something else with children. I've always loved to work with children and families. Um, and then I took a, a class about marriage and family therapy and how it was with a therapist was the, um, the a therapist was the professor and she was sharing about just like how divorce and remarriage and all that stuff, how it affects children. And I had that experience because my parents were separated when I was um, around 15. And so I think it just like hit a core, like something in me. And I was like, yeah, I want to be able to help children because I know what that feels like. And in that way. Right. And so that kind of was like defining factor. And I went into um, the MFT program and um, that's kind of, I mean, I've always worked with children, especially at church. You get a lot of opportunities, right, to serve. And I was always in the children's ministry. And so I always knew I liked working with children. As a child, I was very, like, shy and quiet. I was the youngest of four. So I took the role of, like, observer. You know, you just, like, observe what's going on, everything that's, like, going on around you. So I also felt like I was... I understood children in a different way and I was able to provide that space um, to, to get, have them just be themselves if they are that person that's just observing or whatever's going on, right? Parent situations. Um, so that's what kind of took me there. Um, but my faith with the Lord, I think 
I always felt very comfortable with God. And so I always felt like I was like, okay, yeah, he's with me. Like whatever I decide, you know, sometimes we're like, God, what should I do? You have to help me. But in that, I didn't. I felt like, no, he's with me. Like, I know, like, I'm, I felt like I was doing the right thing. I never felt like really doubtful about it. Um, that came in like after, after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm smiling about that because it's, it's interesting how sometimes we can be so confident in our walk with God and we know that he's there. And for whatever reason, doubt comes in and, mm-hmm. um, and I think you had a huge transitional loss and yeah. um, grief. And I know you said for you, it was like the pull for to help children was based on the divorce and what that felt like. Do you think you had even processed like how you were also grieving, how your mother's diagnosis had changed your dynamic? Yeah. Also, and you're like, you point even before her yeah. passing. No, no, I don't think I realized that till later, later Mm -hmm. when my mom had passed and I was in therapy and I was doing all the things. Um, But no, I think when I think back about being in middle school, when she was first diagnosed, I, I I think you just kind of go on like, okay, we're moving forward. Like we got to do what we got to do. Right. Like mom's not cooking mom. My mom went, um, when she was first diagnosed, I think they were trying to figure out how were they going to move forward? Um, my, I have in my oldest sister, she kind of took the lead role with that. Um, and she was with my mom throughout the whole situation, kind of trying to decide what treatment are we going to do? My mom um, wanted to do a very like holistic type of a uh, treatment. And so our, our whole household, the way we ate changed, what we did change, like everything changed. But I think as a child, I was not like, wow, there's a lot of changes happening. It was just like, no, we're moving. Like, I guess we don't eat that anymore, you know? And so um, I think also that's actually like coming to my adulthood now, I realized that it affected a lot of my cultural traditions as well, because a lot for, for myself anyway, a lot of the cultural traditions were through food, right? And that changed. Like I wasn't eating what typical maybe Guatemalan households ate, right? Because that's where my family was from. I was very eating like um, plain food, no salt, no nothing. And so um, I think when I, I talk to my fiance now and he's like, you didn't eat that. You don't eat that. And I'm like, no, no. Right. And, and so I think, yeah, even little things like that, I don't think I've realized it till now. And on top of that, like the emotional stuff, right. The, all the things that we know are important now, I don't think I was very attentive to before. Yeah. I'm getting emotional hearing it because as kids, we all go through transitional stuff that we don't even realize how much it's impacting us and it's like go 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 and our parents are doing the best they can with what they got and especially your mother and what she was facing and um it's a beautiful testament to you and your family and what it meant to to be in faith the entire time Um, because you grow up you grew up in faith I don't know if that like even it kind of brought to mind how now your company your business worthy soil like even the foods you digest is something that is important for our well-being and our body and there's a even a mind shift with our cultural foods and Mm -hmm. and what that means so I don't know if we can transition into that how how did worthy soil become 
what yeah. it is right now and it possibly may transform with time but right yeah, yeah. I think um you know, going back onto like the faith and how all that played a role too, my church community was like really important. I think as a child, like um, we still kept going to church every Sunday, right? Maybe my mom wouldn't go all the time with us, it's depending on how she was feeling. But like, it was, it was not a question about whether we went. It was like, okay, everybody get in the car, we're going to church, you know? Um, and it's like what we did. And so I think that looking back, that really was a supportive factor for me, like having my friends at church. Like I grew up at church. A lot of my close friends now are from there. And so um, that was really, really important for me. Um, but moving forward, Worthy Soil came actually it was a fruit of kind of going through this process of when my mom passed um I went through a lot of questions a lot of like confusion like my mom was she was a beautiful person she loved going to like the hospitals and praying for the sick and like she did that every Sunday and she would come home and she would like tell us about it like how it went and she would get like her testimony of like being very quiet, but then having to talk in front of groups. Cause she's like, sometimes you're not good. You're going to go into a patient's room and the whole family's there. So it's like an opportunity for you to share it for everyone to everyone. And she was like, you know, share with me how she would get so nervous and like, but she had to like overcome. Right. <laughs> so, um, when she passed, I went through a lot of like, how could this have happened? Like, you know, like God, like what happened? Like, you know, we prayed, like we believed for the healing. We did all the things that we were supposed to do. Right. So like what happened? And so I went through a lot. That was like a big part of like my process after she passed and worthy soil came from having gone through all of that, having, um, questioned a lot of things, being mad at God. Right. And, um, I think that's one important thing that I tell people, like God can take your anger. Like he's not afraid of it. He's not scared that you're going to ask him a question that's going to hurt his feelings. Like he wants to hear from you. And so worthy soul came from that realization that even after I was rude, I was mean to God. I was like doubtful of God. He was still there. He was still present. He was still like, I'm here for you. Like, I want to, I want to comfort you. I want to cry with you. Come, come. Right. And it was like, wow, like you find me worthy. Even after all of that, even after I've, I've, I've been really mean, you know, and like, I've been really unfaithful. You still have been faithful to me. And so that's where worthy soil came from. It's like our soil is us. Like, that's what I mean by soil is, is you, is your heart, is your spirit, is your soul. And it needs tending. And the father is the perfect one to tend to your soil. Um, and then comes a realization in our own self, right? That, oh, I am worthy. And so maybe I'm not going to engage in those things that I used to do. Maybe I'm going to have some space in these relationships, right? But it all comes from that, from the knowing that, that our father, God finds us worthy and he thinks we're beautiful and he is faithful to us so beautiful and yeah. so well said um he is always faithful he is always loving he is always calling us worthy yeah and it's us who doubts it sometimes mm -hmm. because of the circumstances that we go through and there are so many unfortunate events in the world and we just know that we're not the only ones like everyone suffers right tra tragedy to some extent um and we're not here to like compare our pain with anyone right. else, but that 
God uses it all because he's a redeemer and he yes. like he used your pain and he like welcomed you first into grief it wasn't like pain and then purpose right. it's like pain right. like you have to walk through the pain and yeah I think myself included and I think to anyone who's listening to allow themselves the grace to walk in the pain that there is no right or wrong of how you go about it but that God's always going to be by your side exactly and that he wants to comfort you during that time like what a beautiful reminder to anyone yeah you know actually there was one time because I was like I was really upset you guys I was like not about it and like I said like I'm a worship leader right but during those times it was really hard for me to listen to worship because you know we often declare the promises of God through worship and I was like well that didn't happen well that didn't happen you know I was like really upset and like I remember being like, okay, I'm going to go to church, but I'm just going to sit in the back. I'm not even going to engage in anything. And I remember I closed my eyes because I was just kind of, you know, having, once you're in church, I think the spirit starts to move, right? The Holy Spirit starts to move and starts to soften your heart. That's why I always, I'm a believer in worship, like changing atmospheres in different ways that maybe perhaps like a preaching necessarily can't, right? Or it's, it's just different. And so I was sitting there and I was in my feelings, but my heart, I could, I could feel like my heart was softening. Right. And then in that moment, I had a vision of my mom at the front wearing like a beautiful white dress and had her hands lifted up. And in that moment, I was like, wow, like that was a really big moment for me because I was like, if my mom is worshiping, like, she's not like, well, why God, like, why did this happen? Like she's, she's in the most beautiful place ever. And she's worshiping. She's like lifting up her hands. Like, and here I am in my feelings, right. Which is okay. Like we, we can all have space for that. But in that moment, I, I, I think I needed to see that. I needed to see that, like, she wasn't offended, but I was, you know. Wow. Thank you. And I'm allowing the emotions to come to me um, because I know you and just your, you know, the story and I've heard bits and pieces, but I, what a gift to me to, in an honor to be able to hear your story as these little nuggets and these little moments that we have with God and how he speaks directly to us and, um, and gives us visions of yeah of loved ones who have passed and even visions for the new generation and and the young ones and encouraging them and reminding yeah. them of the passing of the torch of okay. of our faith yeah. and I think that this story is going to bless someone else it's not just for me and you today and whoever is listening but um yeah just thank you for your honesty and your vulnerability yeah. It, it it goes to show uh the quality of that you produce in your in your work, in your work ethic. Um, and that's like the fruit of God is yeah. so visible. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what's worthy cellular is now as as a product as you know what where can people find you what can they 
Yeah. So Worthy Soil can be found on worthysoil.com and on Instagram <laughs> as Worthy Soil. Um, it's, uh, so it started off as just like me sharing just like little bits of information, right? Mental health related, also like soul care, you know, spirit care, because um, faith is such a big part of who I am. Um so it started off as that. And then, you know, I had people come to me with ideas of like, maybe you should make that a shirt. Oh, maybe you should do this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because, you know, I think you mentioned like it might grow, it might change. Right. And in that time, I was like, maybe I want to do this like a coaching thing. Maybe I want to do this like my own private practice. Um, but really like talking to God, I just felt like, okay, this, I don't feel like that's the moment right now for coaching or for therapy, like having my own therapy practice like that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the clothing, the merch. Um, I think I like being creative, so it'll be like a creative outlet for me. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And so we had like our first, um, drop, I guess you could call it in June, like late June. And then we're gonna drop new stuff like within these next couple of weeks. And so it's really exciting. I really enjoy it. Actually, I enjoy the whole process. Um, it's really new. It's been a learning experience. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram, mostly. And then um, on the website, you can always like purchase stuff on there. Um, it's really cool. We've been making these like uh, denim jackets, like personalized denim jackets that say worthy soil on the back. Um, and I just love the message, you know, because it's a conversation start. So it's like, what's that, you know, and then you get to tell them like, well, it just means you're worthy, you know, and so, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And then you mentioned you like you consulted with God, like, I don't think it's the right time for this like personal coaching business, but you are a business owner. So did you did you ever imagine you were going to be a business owner of merchandise? (laughs) No, Um, I think I've always like, like I said, I'm like the youngest. I've always been like observer, always kind of played it safe, you know, it's just like, I don't know about that. Um, But no, so I never thought that I thought if anything, maybe I'll do like private practice, which seems like a little bit less like daunting than having like your own big business, right? But it's it's the same. It's like, it's all all daunting. Um, um, but like you do it anyway, right? I, I have like a bunch of nieces and nephews and I'm like, yeah, it's okay to feel scared. You do it anyway, you know, like you, you take the step anyway. Um, so no, I never thought about it. But now that I think back, like my mom and my dad, they were both very like, let's do it. Like, let's start a business. Like they were both like very um, driven in that way. And so now when I look back, I'm like, oh, I had it in me. I think I just like, maybe I just didn't think I could do it, but like, I can't do it. Yeah. Right back to the essence of what worthy soil is, right? Like where it came from, like believing that you're worthy of doing whatever God is placing in your heart and calling you to and what it can transform to, because we're not, you know, we don't go from zero to making multi-million. <laughs> right. No, companies. and it's a process. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about what it, what it looks like for you to process something like that with God? Like there might yeah. be some listeners who are thinking, what do you mean you hear from God? Like, how do you, what, 
What do you mean yeah. visions? Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think for me, I am a feeler. So I, when I talk to God in like prayer and prayer just means talking to God, right? So when you talk to God, when I talk to God, I tell him, like, I tell him everything. I'm like, look, I, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's the right thing, if it's the right season for that. Um, and then I just kind of wait and I can wait and worship. Like, I love worship, but, you know, I've had this relationship with worship for a long time where I was like, I went through like not wanting to listen to worship, but I love worship. So I'll put it on. Um, I'll let it like move my heart, even if it's in the background. You know, I think sometimes we um, can over spiritualize some things where it's like I have to sit and worship for 30 minutes. And it's like, no, you can just have it in the background, go about your day. But your soul and your spirit is being moved by the worship that that it's listening to. Right. And so and, and it can be moments like that, that for me, it's like mm, it's not the right moment. And so it's like, oh, OK. All right. And like I remember I was going through. Um, not too long ago, I was going through uh, decision making, like, should I leave my full time job, like to a different job to a part time job, maybe it'll alleviate more time for me to focus on like ready soil and like the other things that I'm doing. And I was like, really unsure. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I sought um, counsel by someone that I really trust. And she prayed over me and she was like, she first, she reminded me like, you have options and that's a wonderful thing. Like God is giving you options. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's right. Right. And then she was like, just God wants you to ask. God wants you to ask like specific questions. And I was like, okay, okay. And so in my own prayer time, I went and I, I sat with the Lord and I was just like, okay, Lord, like really like, what do you want me to do? Like, this is the feeling that I have. I feel like I should just stay at my current job. Um, but I want, I want to know what you think. And so I was like talking to him and then I, I felt like at the end of the prayer, like I said, I'm a feeler. So I felt like a lot of peace in my heart. I felt like there was no anxiousness. You know, I felt a lot of peace. I was like, okay, I think I know what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm supposed to stay at this job and I'm going to sleep on it. If like I wake up tomorrow and it's like, I'm feeling different then like I'll, I'll see. And then the next day when I woke up, I still felt that peace. Like, okay. And so for me, it was like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I know for everyone, it can be different, but for me, I'm definitely like a feeler. Like I can feel like, all right, no, I feel okay about this decision. Like let's move forward. You know? Yeah. I, I love that. And I think for anyone listening to it all for me, it comes in, in, in a place of, I don't have to rush the decision. Like the, if it's the right one, the timing will also line up. So yeah. whether I give that person a yes or no today or tomorrow, it shouldn't impact the, the outcome of what God right. wants in that, because it's already been preordained, predestined. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just love that you've had this evolution and walk and it's not been this clear path like day one let's go you got it where are these soils yeah. are this that no. it takes time to unfold yeah and it takes patience and it takes guidance like reaching out to someone else mm-hmm. and and being okay with the uncomfortable of like and then recognizing sometimes even the anxiety when it comes up you're like wait there's a reason why I'm feeling it we have right. to, like our body wants to reconcile Right. With yeah. what we are going through. And as believers, we know that God can come in and speak truth about it and say, yeah, you're being anxious because there's options, but you can yeah. rest in that. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> versus like, I have all these options and I have to make a choice. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can all do that in like not 
not just big decisions, like small ones too. Right. Mm-hmm. What am I doing for this weekend? And who did I say yes to? And who did I say no to? <laughs> oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Yes. Especially when you want to be part of everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so just taking that time to be in and with the spirit, I love that you said it doesn't have to be this like, okay, I have to spend 30 minutes. All obviously those times are great too. And in yes. silence and just stilling mm-hmm. your mind. But sometimes it's just like, I can be in this piece as I'm washing the dishes, as I'm, yeah. you know, whatever, cleaning the bathroom, what the things that we have to get done right. as, as humans, you know, and being open because you can have, like, I think having that, um, devotion time, right. Where you sit with the Lord or you sit and worship, that's beautiful. And you might not get your answer in that moment and that's okay, but still have it. Right. Because the answer may, may come like later in the day, the next day, while you're not expecting it through someone else, like someone says something, you're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. And so it can just come in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that just reminded me of how you and I even started to talk about the Lord. Mm-hmm. We were still at our former community mental health agency. And I never once felt like you were imposing your, your faith on me or like, you know, I just knew you were a believer and you would talk about God um, and how you made some decisions. And then one day I was like, Tanaba, I think. I just gave my life to the Lord. <laughs> like, yeah. My life is changing and X, Y, and Z. And, yeah. and there was confirmation. I remember in you, like, this is what I'm feeling and in my spirit and what I'm hearing God. And I was such a new believer in that way, in the sense of like, I can have this direct line of communication with God mm-hmm. and direct redirection or whatever you want, you know, we want to name it. Yeah. And I just remember that moment speaking that or speaking about that with you and it gave you even like clarity about the things you were going through and it gave me peace and clarity like oh god like you're so good you even placed a familiar friendship co-worker that were going through similar things as you had mentioned when we first opened up like we had these this parallel process with different different wavelengths but we I felt like we were up and down on 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 the on a journey yeah yeah so I'm just so grateful for you yeah Uh, me too I'm so excited for Worthy Soil and I love all the merch and like just how it all came about and the colors and the designs and I've always known you to be a um, creative person so just to see it come alive is so cool yeah. I of course all your stuff will be in the show notes so people can be directly linked to you when they come to the podcast cool. but any final thoughts you want to share with anyone else um yeah well first I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast such a privilege so exciting um and then also yeah just like if you are considering like, you know, a relationship with God, you're thinking about it, or sometimes like our past experiences, especially maybe like our parents' faith or how they practice their faith can influence us. Um, but I really want to just encourage you that, that God wants to get to know you and on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think just like being open to that is, 
is, is big, you know, even if it's a tiny space that you're like allowing to open, like open that tiny space, you, you never know what will happen, you know? Um, but yeah, that, and, uh, come over to worthy soil on Instagram. I can't wait to see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <Come over. laughs> yeah. Purchase, then take a photo and tag it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Right. Thank you. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.